at this time. I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story, that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yassi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that j Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is j Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is j Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on j the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, kayak from the Maya, extreme martial arts demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, others abundant program, uh, uh, your, your yeshiva, your banos, your base yakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs's books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhirbs at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Anywhere, anytime, for everyone. This is jrootradio.com. Do you miss the taste of Israel? The taste of your local corner grocery store? You don't have to purchase a plane ticket to Israel to get that wonderful taste. Just go to Mill Basin Shuk and you'll find all your desires satisfied. Mill Basin Shuk has a variety of fresh, high quality products at fair prices. Brought to you straight from Israel. Let our special Israeli chef make you a dish with a taste of home. Our menu includes Moroccan salmon with tilapia dishes. We specialize in Bet Yosef meat, boekas, jack noon, homemade hummus and tahini, and a wide variety of picante salads. Visit us today, 6324 Avenue N, between Ralph Avenue and 63rd Street. Or give us a call, 718-241-5600. Okay, all righty. Let's see what's going on over here. Okay. Boy, I heard that commercial pretty loud. I don't hear myself over here loud. Hello? Ah, much better. Okay, very good. Okay, I hope everybody uh, enjoys today's weather. It was pretty good, comparably speaking. A little chilly now, but the rain held up. Okay, so, uh, Yossi, are you here? I'm right here, all in the flesh and blood. Here I am. Okay, good. That's good. Okay, so you have a story today? Uh, you didn't tell me I have to have a story. Why not? What do you mean? 
<clears throat> well, uh, I always want to tell a story, but you never let me tell a story. But I mean, once in a while when I tell a story, I mean, you tell me in advance, but you didn't tell me in advance the time. All right, all right, all right, all right fine. So you can sit back and relax, okay? I'll tell the story. Uh, okay, great, great. Uh, 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 and by the way, Mazel Tov. What do you mean, Mazel Tov? Uh, um, um, aren't you going to have a pigeon a Ben for your grandson Shlomo on this Friday, Be'ez Hashem? Uh, yes, I am. Thank you, thank you. Very good. Okay, can we get to the story? Uh, yeah, you have a story? <laughs> what do you think, I'm stalling for time? Of course I have a story. Oh, uh, yeah, what's the story? Well, the story is called, All Will Be Well, Be'ez Hashem. Really? Baruch Hashem, it's good to hear that. So, uh, what's the story? Oh, no, here we go again. Uh, uh see, I just told you the title. No, 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 you told me everything will be well. So, Mir Hashem, you know, you're going to have a story, and that's good. So, what's the story? I said the name of the story is All Will Be Well, Be'ezra Hashem. Ah, uh, uh, oh, you wasn't just telling me that All Will Be Well, Be'ezra Hashem. Uh, you were telling me that's the name of the story. Oh, that's right. That is the name of the story. Oh, wow. Very interesting story. I mean, it could be a lot of things. <laughs> that's right. It could be a lot of things. Anyways, have you heard of a person called Yaakov? <laughs> yeah, I have a friend of my class. His name is Yaakov. Yaakov Yitzchak? No, no, he's a Yaakov Yaisek. Yossi, uh, Yossi, can I finish the name? Oh, <laughs> right ahead. Okay, have you heard of a person called Harab Yaakov Yitzchak Halevi Horowitz. Horowitz? Ah, there's a lot of Horowitzes. It's like a Rebbeshire family, you know? And, and some of them even have shoes and things, right? <clears throat> yes, that's quite so. I'll give you another hint. The year was 1745, and he was Nifter in 1815. Okay, so whoever it is you're talking about lived for 70 years. That's right. He lived for 70 years. Very big tzaddik. Ah, uh, let me guess. He lived in Budapest. No, no. Ah, uh, he lived in Vilna. No, no. He lived in Poland. Oh, Poland has a lot of shetlach over there and cities and everything like that. That's right. I'll give you another hint. Okay, give me another hint. He was a Talmud. I'm also a Talmud. No, you'll see. Oh, oh, I gotta let you finish first. Right. Okay. So he was a Talmud of who? He was a Talmud of the Mizricha Magid. Oh, very Hashem. And of Abshmelka of Nicholsburg. <gasps> Even getting more Hashem. And he was also a Talmud from the Braditsha Rebbe, Rablevi Yitzchak of Braditsha. <gasps> wow! Unbelievable! That's right. And the famous Rebzusha. Ah, oh, wait a minute. Rebzusha had a brother, Rabbi Melach, right? That's right. So one second. He was a Talmud Rebzusha, but he wasn't a Talmud of Rabbi Melach of Lejengs? Oh, yes, he was a Talmud. As a matter of fact, Actually, Rabbi Yaakov Yosef Alevi Horowitz, the Choyza of Lublin, get it? Oh, he lived in Lublin! Right, right. And he, he had a, you know, all these rebellion, but guess who his main Rebbe was? <gasps> oh, my goodness. You're talking about, oh, Rebzush's brother, Rabbi Eli Melech of Lejengs. That was his main rabbi? Mm-hmm. That is correct. Wow. No wonder why he was a chashem So you're going to tell a story about him? Well, um, he's going to be in the story. Actually, a bracha that comes from him is going to be about, that's for sure. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I'm going Meshiga. Okay. Oh, you always... I mean, oh, sorry. I shouldn't be saying that. Right? <laughs> but you said it. What can I do? All right. I know. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. So, um, what's the story about? Well, um, we'll start off with a person. Now, of course... I know, I know. Like most of these stories, sometimes you read them in Svarim and things like this. And sometimes people suggest them, but they don't have names. This guy did that, and this chassid did this, and this man did that, and that this. And, of course, we don't want the story to sound like a baloney, ben baloney, and baloney, and baloney, and baloney, and, you know, whatever. So you're making up names. Um, you finished? Uh, no, I, 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 should I start? <laughs> no, no, okay, I got the idea. Yes, I'm making up some names. So we're going to call this poor person 
Reb Schmelker. Ow, ow. Is he like a, like a, a schlumpy character? No, actually not. Uh, um, if you don't mind, I'll tell Schmelker to start. Ow, ow, ow. Hi, Schmelker. When did you get here? I got here when it was time to start the story. But I'm not the Schmelker that Robert Erbs wants. He gave me the look. He said I should not be Schmelke in the story. Uh, that's right. Schmelke was a very learned man. Oh, uh, could I be Schmelke? I said a man, not a boy. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, anyways. So Schmelke was a very learned person. And he worked a little here and there. But he didn't make much money because he loved to learn. And... Uh, you know, he's a man of betochen and everything. And, uh, you know, um, you know what? Um, uh, do we got the right Schmelke this time? Uh, I think so. I hope so. Uh, Shalom Aleichem. My name is Schmelke. I'm the Schmelke that Abba Earth wants me to, to portray in the story. Is this good for you, Rabbi Earth? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. So my name is uh, Schmelke. I love to learn Torah. I'm a serious person. Well, can I make some jokes with you? Um, uh, Yossi, you're not here now because this story takes place either in the very late uh, 1700s or the very, very early 1800s, but certainly not past 1815. Oh, why? How do you know that? Because... The Choyz of Lublin was nifted in 1815. You understanding? Uh, now I do. Okay, go ahead. All right. So what is, is that I was sitting and learning one day, and uh, <clears throat> my wife, uh, uh, Hannah, came in time. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What do you mean? What are we going to do? We do what we always do. We have Metochen and Amuna, you know, actually I should say Amuna and Metochen. We have the first Amuna, because you see, if there is a tree, you can believe the tree is there because you see it. But if there's no fruit, and you believe that fruits are going to come, it's not just Amuna. That is Metochen. Ashtaista. Yes, but I'm not here to talk about your philosophy about trees and, and Metochen and everything. I'm here to talk about our daughter. Our daughter. That's very nice. Ah, so what's the story? Our daughter did something cute today? Um, um, Schmelke? Yes, yes, Kanala. Yes, what is it? Our daughter, Rivkala. I don't know how to clear this, <coughs> but she's not a little girl anymore. What? She grew up? Oh, my goodness. I sit Baruch Hashem and I learn whenever I have a spare time. And not only that, I work a little here and there just to make, you know, uh, ends meet, you know. Baruch Hashem, we have food when we need it. Okay, we don't have the best of clothing, but you know what? We have things. So, how old is our daughter? Uh, how old is Rivkala? Well, Rivkala happens to be um, 18 years old. She's old enough to get married. Oh, uh, very, very interesting. Wow. You know, in our time, some people get married even early because nobody knows how long people are going to live because, you know, doctors don't have cures for everything. Uh, sometimes people catch sicknesses and things. You know, some people live longer, some people live shorter. All right, no, no. So uh, 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 what seems to be our problem? Oh, our problem is not such a big problem. We need to marry up our daughter. You told me that in the Baruch Hashem. I will be misfollowed more our daughter to find the shidduch. So what's the problem? Well, you know, we don't have money. What do you mean? Baruch Hashem, we ate breakfast this morning, and Baruch Hashem, we'll eat supper tonight. What's the problem? Um, I'm Schmelke. Yes, Hanala, what is it? Well, you know, I hear what you're saying, and everything like that, but, um, who's going to want to marry our daughter? What do you mean, who's going to want to marry our daughter? Our daughter is a shiner maidala. A beautiful girl. She has fine meters toivers. She is a wonderful personality. Now, why wouldn't somebody want to marry her? Well, because um, we don't have money for an adam, a dowry. You know what I mean? <laughs> Small matter for now, yes. 
and we don't have money to make a hasana. And usually it's the kalasai that makes the hasana. Uh, that's a very good point. So I'll be mispalo some more. Yes. Okay, first thing is we need a shatchan to come and make a shidduch. Okay, let's see what happens. And so the word spread out. And shatchanim were coming and looking. Oh dear me, oh my. Oh dear. This is the house where I have to write a shidduch. How are they going to pay nothing? Forget about the nothing. How are they going to pay my shatchanish fee? Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm not going to try to read a shidduch here. No, 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 no. This is not for me. No, 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 no. Let somebody else do it. And finally, there was one shatrin who came by and saw the house. Well, well, well. Very interesting. So, this is going to be a chance of a lifetime. This particular shidduch, I read a shidduch with this mishpuche. What's going to happen is, it's really going to be very special. You know, besides making money, we have to do some chesed once in a while in our lifetime, you know. Actually, should be more than once in a while, maybe twice in a while, whatever. Anyhow, the point is, over here I have a chance to do a chesed. I'm sure I'm not going to get much of a shatchan geld, but that doesn't matter. I'm going to do a mitzvah. How could I let this, 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 this maidler be... be uh, left uh, uh, unattended, un unmarried, uh, in a, I, I don't know, knock on the door. Oh, yes, hello, hello. Who is there? Uh, uh, it's me, Chaim Dabudu. I am the Oh, Shatran Chaim Dabudu? Yeah, yeah, that's me, that's me. Uh, can you please open the door? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. I'm going to open the door. <laughs> All right, welcome. So, uh, um, you heard about my dilemma, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I know all about you. You're wise, you're tender, you're showing, you know, I, I know that you don't have much money, but you know what? I want to help you anyways. You do? For Hashem, for Hashem! Yeah, 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 listen, if you could give Shadchonis guilt, if the shit comes through, call a COVID. If you can't, I'm Moichel, okay? He is a bas Israel, should not be without a husband. Okay, so we're going to make a shidduch. Okay, tell me the qualities of Dana Maidala. Oh, the qualities of my Maidala, well, you know, she's a pretty Maidala, a shiner Maidala. Yeah, yeah, this I could see, Baruch Hashem. Uh, she has impeccable midas. Really? Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, what else, what else? Uh, is there any chesorin that she has? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, there's only one chesorin. Yeah, what is it, what is it? Uh... Well, wait a minute, don't tell me. You're, you're, uh, I'm a Uritz. I mean, I don't want to insult you. Oh, no, no, chas v'sholom. <laughs> I sit and learn most of the day. Ah, okay, okay, fine. So what's the chasurin? My daughter doesn't have money. Eh, uh, First, let's make the shidduch, and then, you know, you know, it's the rabbinic shalom of the world. If it's of the world, if he wants the shidduch to happen, it's going to happen. Whether you have money or not have money. Okay? No, l'amagai machna shidduch. And so the person found this particular bacha, a nice younger man, for this guy's, uh, I shouldn't say this guy, Schmelk is, Schmelk is a little rifkala. And so what happened was this, they looked at each other, they sat in, and of course the family spoke, the parents spoke, and finally it was agreed upon to make the shidduch. And of course, they, in those days, they used to make it to Noyim and everything like that. And the new father-in-law, the Mechutin, said, I'm sure I'm very happy to make this shidduch. I'm so happy that my boy, my boy Chikalman Bukharal, found someone who is so, so special. Midas Tavis is not so easy to find these days. You know, my other children, Baruch Hashem, they are beautiful shidduchim, you know. And I don't mind that this one is also a beautiful shidduch, okay? Now, of course, as we, you know, discussed before, I want to remind you, uh, you know, we have to make a date for the chasner, try to make it as soon as possible. But uh, also, you see, besides, you know, you have to raise the money for the chasner, 
you know that I agreed to allow the sheriff to go through uh, if you could give 500 rubles for Nadin, right, for a dowry. And of course, to the Shatran, you said you will do this, yes? Uh, yeah, yeah, Be'ez Hashem. Yes, if it's meant to be, Be'ez Hashem, I'm going to do that. Yes, no shy about it. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. I don't know why you're worried. There's no reason for you to worry. Be'ez Hashem, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I, 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 I'm going to get the money together. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see. All right, very good. Thank you. And after the Mechutin left, his wife, Hanala, said, How could you tell him that we're going to have the Nadengel? We don't even have the money for the shit. <laughs> you really have a lot of talking. <laughs> but you know, like you said earlier, first you have to have a Muna to see the tree. You see it's there, so you believe it's there because you can see it. Then you have talking that the tree will give out fruit. We don't even have a tree. So where's the Amuna? And if we don't have a tree, where could the money come from? Because in order to have a token, we have to have a Amuna. Yes, yes, of course, of course. Hanali, 100% right. There's no question about it. There's no question. And part of it is that well, I do have a Amuna, and you should have also a Amuna. And, you know, even if there's no tree, we could believe that if Hashem wants a tree to happen, it will happen. And not only that, we should believe that when he gives this tree, we can have that from our Muna, believing this tree will come, our higher level of betachem will come, and we're going to have what we need. Yes, don't worry. You know, that in order to make this chasna happen, and the shidduch should not break off. Yes, 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 what is it? We have to have at least 1,000 rubles. 1,000 rubles. Okay, and how you have your cheshman? Well... 500 for the Naden. Yes, yes. And then for the Hassan and the week of the Shaver Brothers, you know, and everything, you know. Don't forget, I mean, I don't think you want me to go to the Hassan and walk our daughter down the, uh, you know, the, the aisle to the chuppah wearing schmata clothing. I think I have to have something decent. Oh, you know something? You're right, 100%. So I know what I'm going to do. You know, I, I'm going to help myself have even more betachen. Really? Going to get a job? Listen here. I have been working on my Amun and Betachin all my life. I've been learning a lot. I've been doing Avoidus Hashem. I love to learn, and I'm a serious learner. I'm not one of those people that sit down and just learn a few minutes and then go drink a coffee and then go there and go there and hop a schmooze, whatever it is. When I learn, I learn. I take it very serious. I'm a big masmid, and you know that. And I'm not saying it to break, but you know, if you think that I'm going to get a job, I listen, I do work here and there to have what we need. But obviously, even if I went to get a job, nobody's going to pay such a high salary that I'll have enough money saved aside to go over to put down for a dowry or to make the hasana. So we have to get it from another source. <laughs> oh, really? What are you going to do? Chas v'sholem, rob a bank? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a funny one. No, I will not rob a bank, chas v'sholem. I know that I'm a person of Amun and Betochen, and I know that when we're in Soros and we have a problem, the best thing to do, the best solution to do, is we have to go to a tzaddik and listen to his advice or get a bracha. So who are you going to go to? Oh, well, I was just thinking that the one that I want to go to is not so far from here. He lives in Lublin. Lublin? Who is in Lublin? A very big tzaddik. He is like, um... So special that people say he does moifus, moifusim, and things like that. Really? Oh, you must be talking. No, no, you are you are you you you, you can't be talking. Are you really? Yes, I am. I'm talking about Harav Yaakov Yitzchak Alevi Horowitz, Lachayza of Lublin. He's the one that people say he sees things, and it was part of the bracha that he had from his uh, Rebbe. So, anyways, so um. Uh, listen, uh, uh, trust me, I'm going to go to him, and whatever he tells me to do, I'm going to do, okay? Uh, uh, all right. Uh, sounds good to me. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, at least we have a solution. Uh, of course we have a solution. When a person has a moon and betochen, there is always a solution to everything. Okay, no, no, I mean, I'll go. 
Hey, Zandel, how are you? How are you, Zandel, Zandel? What's Herzig? Hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, uh, Schmelke, how come you're not in the basement this learning? Uh, well, that's because I have a mission to do. A mission to do? <laughs> and what is your mission that you have to do? Uh, well, my mission that I have to do is I have to go see the great tzaddik, the Chayza of Leblin. <laughs> Strange. You have to go see the tzaddik? <laughs> well, I have to go to Leblin. You do? Wow. What a shkoch of shemayim. Tell me, why do you have to go to Leblin? You taking passengers there? Actually, no. I, I, I have to go there to pick up a package to bring it here to Mechel. First ice, so my wagon is empty. Uh, why are you asking? <laughs> it so happens that the place where I have to go happens to be... Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm listening. It happens to be Lublin. Ah, you have to go to Lublin? Well, you know something, Smoker. I know you can't afford it. So, you know, I'm going to anyway. So, you know, it's... Uh, you know what I mean? Besides what I'm saying? Yes, I mean, if I wasn't your passenger, you'd end up going anyways to Blublin, right? Yes, yes, that's what I'm going to do. So here, hop aboard, okay? Okay, can I quickly run and tell my wife that I'm going? Oh, yes, yes, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, yeah, okay. Hanala, I got a ride to Leblin. I'll be back as soon as I can. All right. Hashlocha Rabba. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Let's get moving. All right. Let's get moving. Could your horses move a little faster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Is this fast enough? Oh, yeah, yeah. Baruch Hashem. And after a few hours, they arrived in Leblin. Rabbi Harris, you couldn't skip that in the story, could you? Uh, no, you see. <laughs> I don't know if I did it in a while, so I have to do it. Okay, anyway, so they arrived in Lublin. And he went and asked around. Hey, excuse me, pardon me. Uh, which way to the Choyza Blin? Uh, 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 the relax. I know where it is. Oh, oh you do, Zanberg? Sure. It's right over there, straight down that way. Just make a left, and you can't miss it. Well, what do you mean I can't miss it? Because you're going to see people all the time standing there waiting to get a bracha or something. <laughs> and you know what? I can take you back home after I get the package if you're ready to leave. Wow, what a miser's gacha. Okay, uh, shall I meet you back here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure, thanks. All right, now I gotta go to the Rebbe. Ah, yes, Rabbi Yaakov Yitzhak Halevi Horowitz. Ah, here it is. Uh, oh, it's a line. Okay, uh, let me just go inside here. Oh, there's the guy over there. Shulbalaychem, Shulbalaychem, Shulbalaychem. I don't recognize you, so you must be not from Lublin. And you're probably here because you came in here. You must be here to see the Hoiser of Lublin. Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Uh, write down your critical over here, please. Uh, uh, why are you crying? Because there's a long line, and I'm going to miss my ride back to where I come from. And, and I come from the shtetl called Wunder. And, and, and in the shtetl Wunder is a small shtetl, basically. Uh, and, and um, you know, I'm a very poor person. And, 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 uh... Okay, 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 I got the picture. All right, don't worry, don't, just please don't cry, don't cry. Uh, I'm going to pass the acquittal, you write it down, I'll pass it up, and the horse wants you to come in, he'll call you, okay? Thank you so much, thank you, thank you. And after a few minutes, even though it was a long line, the Chayza saw that this was an important thing, to make Abbas Yisrael happy, to make a bias Nehman be Yisrael, to continue. Klal Yisrael was a little more important than some of the other people on the line. So the Shamas came out and said, all right, uh, everybody listen to me very carefully. I'm sorry uh, that you are waiting so long, and this man just came, but his uh, situation is a very big emergency, and who am I to tell the Hoise uh, who she should see first? 
So we looked at this kittel and said he wants to see this uh, man first, and that's what it is, okay? All right, all right. Okay, okay, we don't have to explain yourself. Listen, if the says, 100%. Yeah, yeah, So let him in. Thank you very much. Mechila, quite. I mean, you know, thank you, please. Please give Mechila. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go. The rabbi wants to see you. Go, 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 go. Heiliger Rebbe. Please, please. Control yourself. Relax. Please compose yourself. Now. Compose yourself, good, Baruch Hashem. Okay, now tell me, please, what seems to be your problem? Can you tell me? I see from your kvittel, uh, but I want to be sure. Um, your name is Shmelke, yes? Yes, my name is Shmelke. <laughs> ah, you have a daughter Rivke, I see. Says here you have a daughter Rivke, and she needs to get married, and you have no money. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. Ah, but you do have something. Well, what do you mean? I see. Look at me. Look at me, please, again. Ah, of course. You have tremendous betochen. That's all you need. Okay, now, let me see what the Kodesh Borch would want from you. Let me close my eyes. Okay. <coughs> I open my eyes now and I look at you and I will tell you what you should do. If you have betochen, then you will do what I say. If you don't, then there's nothing I can do. You know that. Brochis from tzaddikim can only happen if you have a moon and betochen that it can happen and that I have a direct line to speak to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and maybe my trill is a half better than yours, and it will reach a Kodesh Baruch But also you should believe that you can dab in two, and your trillers can reach a Kodesh Baruch So, will you do whatever I tell you? <laughs> uh, of course, whatever the Rebbe tells me. All right. First, don't miss the, wa the wagon ride back home. You're going to take that ride, and then he'll tell your wife that you're going to go to a certain town, you understand? And that town is going to be Schlesberg. Schlesberg, yes, okay. All right, now, you will go to Schlesberg, and when you come there, is it a Jewish inn, you understand? Yes, yes, yes. You will go there, and you will stay there. How long? I can't tell you this, but your Yeshua, will come from that inn. So you know that you have to be there until your Yeshua comes. You understand? <laughs> yes. I, 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 I think so. I, I hope so. Thank you. You forgot something. Amen. Uh, Amen. Very good. So go home. Tell your wife. Pack your bags. And be on your way. And uh, you will tell me there's a muzzle top coming. You understand? But, but, but there is, I mean, she's engaged. I mean, you understand. After they get married, things will go well, and they will have a child as well. Oh, oh, oh yeah, sure, sure, right. Yeah, sure, sure, of course. Thanks, thank you very much. And so, Schmelke left. He came home. Really? So that's what he said? Yeah, 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 he told me. I, I should, uh, <coughs> uh, I, I, I should pack my bags, and I should go to Schlesberg. And when I get to Schlesberg, I should go over and, 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 and look up for the Jewish, you know, inn over there and stay there until Yeshua comes. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to trust you because you have more betachen than I do. I'm up to the Amuna stage, but you have Amuna and betachen as well. I mean, people lots of times say they have a betachen, but uh, they don't really have betachen. But you really, really have betachen. I'm so happy that you are my husband. Well, I'm so happy that you are my wife. Okay, let me pack a few things, and let me be on my way. And so, Schmelka packed up. And, of course, he was on his way. But another miracle happened. Somehow, he found another wagon ride. 
that just like he found the wagon rider took him and brought him back from Lublin, he found a wagon that took him all the way to Schlesburg. And, of course, the guy had Rachmaninoff in him and didn't charge him. And so what ended up happening was this person, Schmelke, went into the motel, this inn, actually, went into the inn, and there was the Balabash. Shulabalaychem! How are you? How are you? How are you? So, since I don't recognize you from the town, you must be traveling through, and you need a room at my inn. It would be my pleasure to uh, give you a room. All right, so, um, uh, um, um, <coughs> are you here with your mishpocha? Actually, I'm, I'm here by myself. My mishpocha's at home. Uh, but, you know, um, I, I need a room. And how long will you be staying? I'm not exactly sure how long I'm going to be staying, but I do know that um, uh, Hashem, I'll, I'll be staying here for a while, okay? Uh, when I know exactly when it is that I'm going to leave, I, I will tell you. And you will? Yes, of course, Be'ez Hashem, I will pay up my bill. Well, do you think, Shalom, I would not stay here uh, and just stay here, you know what I mean? Oh, okay, Baruch Hashem. All right. Okay, okay. Very nice. Thank you, thank you. Okay, let me show you to the room. Come this way. Thank you very much. Okay, enjoy. Uh, you didn't have much of a luggage, just this one little case. Okay, not a problem. Okay. Zag is on. And if you need anything, uh, just let me know. Okay, usually I sit by the desk over there. I do some learning in between customers and in between when I help out, you know. And uh, um, uh, the meal times. Uh, 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 oh, I saw the sign. I know what it is. Okay, thank you so much. All right, as I can uh, enjoy your stay here. Yes, I will, Ben Zashem. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> An interesting person. I don't understand. He doesn't look like a person that could afford to stay here for so long. But you know, he does look like an honest person. All right, no, no. I wonder what he does. Or oh, maybe he's here on business. Of course. Yes. Zicha, zicha, zicha. Must be here on business. And sure enough, he started to watch him. He didn't see him leave his room. He saw him go out to go daven. Then he ate meals. And after he ate meals, he went back in. Because one of the other things, I'm not sure if I said it or not, but the Chayzeb Lublin told him he should stay in the motel and do a lot of learning while he's there. And the Yeshua will come while he's at the inn. So, of course, that's all he did all day, was learn. Aha, uh -huh. I don't get it. He's here already for a few days, and he doesn't go out to do any business. He just stays inside his room. Then he comes out for meals, and then he goes out to Darwin. How is he making money? If he's on vacation, then why is he here without his family? I don't understand. You know what? Maybe I should confront him. Yes. After all, I have to be sure that he could pay his bill. Hmm. All right. I mean, if he really needs the doctor, why doesn't he just ask me straight up? <sighs> all right. Let me go up the steps. Um, boom, 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 boom. All right. Let me knock on his door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, can I help you? Uh, yes, it, 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 it's me. Uh, 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 it's me. Um, um, um. Uh, Martel, you know, the, the innkeeper. Oh, oh, yes, sure, sure. Let me open the door. Oh, oh, I see. You brought me some more towels. Very nice of you. Very nice. Ah, here are the old dirty ones. And, okay, thank you very much. And uh, uh, why are you still looking at me? Um, uh, that's McMichael. But, you know, may I come into your room? Uh, yes, yes, yes. All right, all right. You know, like, like, like uh, okay, that's Michael. Okay, I'll, I'll be Michael. What's the problem? I, I was just wondering. Wondering about what? Uh, you know, you come in here, take a room, and you say you don't know when you're leaving. Are you here to collect Sadoka? Is that what it is? I, I, I mean, uh, are you trying to, like, freeload and, and get free room and board, and then when I ask for a bill, uh, you know, to pay up, I, I mean, you know, for the money to pay up for the bill, you're not going to pay, and then, then you leave, and then you go, this is what you do, go from one motel to another. Oh, no, has for Sholem. Has for Sholem. There's nothing, nothing I do in this world that's not Alpidas Torah. 
Uh, Peter, what, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Have you heard of the great Tzaddik? Rabbi Yaakov Yitzchak Alevi Horowitz? The Choyza of Lublin? Have you heard of him? <laughs> Who hasn't heard of the Choyza of Lublin? Of course, he's a Balmoifis. Everybody knows that. So what does that have to do with you? Well, you see, Rebuttal, let me tell you something. I have a daughter. Baruch <laughs> Hashem, that's nice. And she's old enough to get married. Ah, very nice. Get to hear. Yes, yes. And uh, we recently made a shidduch. Ah, mazel tov. Ma- I'm so happy. Very nice. Mazel tov. Yes, so we made the shidduch, and there's a little problem. Ay, 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 ay. The shidduch broke off. No, no, chas v'sholem. You see, I just need money to pay for the chasana and pay for the nod. Aha! I know it, you're a poor person! Can I please finish to tell you what the place of Lublin said? Oh, oh, you mean, oh, you went to him? Yes. Uh, uh, what did he say? Well, he closed his eyes, and then when he opened it, he told me I have to come here to this shtetl of Schlesberg, and when I come here, he told me I should look for your inn, and then when I come here, I should take a room, and just say that I have no idea how long I'm going to be here. But my Yeshua, and I'm going to get my money that I need, and I'm assuming, because I'm a Baal Moon and Betokim, maybe just like I'm going to get my money to pay for the Hasna and the Naden, I'm sure that Hashem Yisbach is going to send me the money to pay for my rent over here. So please, you have nothing to worry about. Wow! You met the Chois of Lublin? Yes, I did. Why? Wow! That's unbelievable! Uh, well, yes, it is, but what's the big problem? Uh, it's not a problem! <laughs> I like to speak with you. I see that you're a serious learner. Whenever I have some free time, is it okay if we schmooze a little bit? I don't like to schmooze, Tamazai. And learning, of course. I'm talking about learning. Oh, yes, sure, sure, sure. No problem. By the way, you know who that man is over there? Which man? Which man are you talking about? That man right there, sitting there learning in a corner. Oh, uh, him? Uh, oh, oh, I don't know him. Ah, that's Rabzundel. Rabzundel? He's like an old man. Uh, <clears throat> does he have family? Ah, well, you know, his wife uh, was Nifter a number of years ago, and to support himself, he's been going around to be a Malamid. Oh, oh, I see. But but I don't see any kind of kindle around. I don't see any small children around. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you see, he's here for a good number of years already. Uh, my kids, you know, until uh, about five years ago, they were learning about him. And he was the Rebbe that I hired to teach my children. While I was here, I gave him a room. And after a number of years, you know, obviously, my kids are growing up and everything, and they outgrew the, you know, the Malamed. Yes, and? But I had Rachmanus and the Malamed. He had nowhere to go and everything. So I allowed uh, uh, Reb Zundel to stay here. Oh, so nice of you. Your mama Shabal Tzedok and Abal Chesed. May Hashem help you, and you should be Hashem one day, a well-to-do person to be able to help even more people. Ah, thank you, Amen. Are you crying? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm. Please, please, it's okay. Please compose yourself. Tell, tell me what's the problem. I'll tell you what the problem is. You see, um, I'm. I, I, I run this motel, this inn. Yes, I know that, I know that. And Baruch Hashem, your service is very nice. So what's the problem? Well, you know, besides running this inn, I used to be a very well-to-do person. You were well-to-do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and about, uh, up until 20 years ago. 20 years ago? Oy man. What happened after 20 years? What are you talking about? I mean, I mean, 20 years ago. I mean, what happened? Well, you see, I used to be very rich. You told me that, yes. I was listening, yes, and, and? Well, um, I used to travel, and my wife used to take care of the inn while I went to travel. I used to travel to, like, places where the big shook, where the big market fair was, you know, uh, like Leipzig. And that particular year, 20 years ago, I traveled to Leipzig, and I had a lot of very expensive items with me, and I brought it to Leipzig, and I set up my booth, and Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I did very, very well. I made a lot of money. Yes, yes. And Baruch Hashem, 
I was watched by a Kodesh Buch, obviously, because, you know, I made it back over here in Schlesberg. I made it back without being robbed, and I was very thankful to Hashem. So I came into my office over here, and I, I went over, and I was uh, sitting here by this desk over here, you know, and I took out all the money from the satchels and everything, and I put it on my table over here. I opened up the safe and everything to have it ready to put everything in. And I started to count the money, and I started making the money in piles, you know, like the, the you know, the, the different kind of banknotes and the monies and the bills and everything and the coins. And I was making different piles and everything. And all of a sudden, somebody ran in, ran in in a hurry, and then screamed out to me, Hey, 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 excuse me, I have an emergency. You forgot something on your wagon, and I think it's something that you're going to want. I did? Okay, let me run out. And so I ran out, and you'll never believe the thing that I left. You must have left another sack of money. No, no, it wasn't that. It was my talisman filling. I forgot to take it in. I was so busy thinking about the money and everything, I forgot to take in the talisman filling. Now, mind you, I was just gone for a few minutes. Oive, Oive, don't tell me. I have to tell you, when I came back in, it was dark before your eyes. Why? What, what do you mean? What happened? Well, all the money that was on the table that I didn't get a chance to put into the safe because I thought I forgot something really important, it was missing. It was gone. This is terrible. So you were robbed, and that's why you're not rich? Yes, but it gets uh, more exciting to a certain extent. So I said to myself, there's no sign of breaking or entering. Nothing is broken. Nothing is different, so I thought maybe it's my servant, my servant. So I started to confront my servant, but then my servant said, Sir, I don't know what you're talking about. I have nothing of yours. What are you accusing me? I, I think I'll go work somewhere else. Of course. Unfortunately, I insulted him, and he was right. He, he didn't take it. He didn't even know anything about the money. <clears throat> so I apologized, and then he came to work for me for a few more years before he got too old, and he had to retire. But I never found the money, and I don't know what happened to it. But ever since then, the only thing I have now is just my inn. That's it. The only thing that keeps me going is my inn. I have absolutely nothing else but my inn. Ah, I see. Very interesting. All right, listen, you know, <laughs> maybe a Kodesh Baruch will make miracles for you and you'll eventually find your money. Well, 20 years passed, and I haven't found it yet. Well, Hashem has his reasons for everything. No, no, as I got this. And sure enough, while he was there in the motel, while he was there, he got very friendly with this Malamed. And he would get into conversations with him, and one day... It was a very, very interesting day. And you know what happened? What happened? What happened? Tell me. Oh, <laughs> I thought you fell asleep. You never told this story before. I never heard it before. So what happened? Oh, okay. So anyways, Reb Zundo was going with this Malamed. Did I say Rebzundo? Yeah, Rebzundo. Oh, I meant Schmelke. Okay, maybe I'm falling asleep. Okay, so Schmelke, he went together with the Malamid, Rebzundo. And Rebzundo and the Malamid went to take a walk. And remember, this old Malamid was not a youngster anymore. So they were walking and walking, and they were schmoozing and talking Torah. And Schmelke said, You know, Reb Zundel, I really enjoy your company. You're a very big Tamlachachem. It's unbelievable. Ah, yes, and it's a great chesed. 
that a model does by letting you have a room still. Yes, I know. I know all of this. But you know what? See that big rock over there? Let's go sit down over there. And we can talk in quietness. Uh, well, it's pretty quiet out here. We're in the middle of the forest. I mean, the only one who'll be listening in besides the cousin Borough <laughs> would be the animals over here. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so let me tell you something. Please, do me a favor. Give me your word that you will tell nobody about our conversation. <laughs> All right. Well, what is this conversation about? If you listen to me, I think I have a way that you can have the money to uh, make you chashna and the money you need for the naden. Really? Wow, that's very interesting. How is that possible? How is that possible? All right, listen to me very carefully. Please, keep your word. I keep my word. Yeah, go ahead. Tell me, what is it? All right. Twenty years ago, I was the malamed here. I was hired. I was here already for about five years at that time, 20 years ago, when, uh, you know... Uh, oh, oh, you mean like when uh, Remotel lost his money? Uh, well, it wasn't lost. It was stolen. I mean, yeah, that's what he said. It was stolen. Yeah, so what happened? Well, you see, I was the Malamed. It kindled was small. I finished learning with them. And I wanted to get, you know, besides he gives me a room, he used to give me a few kopecks and things like that, you know, a few groceries here and there, you know, to be able to support myself besides, you know, the, the, the free room and board that he gives me, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, what happened was is, um, he came back from Leipzig. Oh, yeah, 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 right, right. He told me about that. It was like 20 years ago. And it was very successful in what he bought over there. Actually, what he sold, right? He bought things before, but then he sold it in Leipzig. Came back with a lot, a lot of money. Yes, yes. And, and what happened? Tell, tell, tell me what happened. Tell me. All right. So I'm going to tell you. What happened was, is that um, he came back with a lot of money. A lot. And he put it out on the table. He spread it out. Yes, yes, I know. He told me about that. Yes, he spread it out. And when it was on the table, what he did was, he was making piles of money. And then he put certain wrappings around it and labeled it. Let's say this pile, 1,000 rubles. This here, 500 rubles. This pile of coins, you know, whatever. He, he labeled everything. And then he didn't notice that I was in the hallway and his door was open. Somebody called him, and he ran out because he said you left a treasure in the wagon. But because he meant the treasure was, I mean, well, let's put it this way. Motel thought he left some of the money there. And he ran out without putting the money temporarily in the safe. When he ran out, he thought it was a money track. But what the person who told him that he forgot something was, he meant a big treasure. He left his thousand fill in there. So let me tell you what happened. I walked into the room. Nobody saw me. Absolutely nobody. The maid was upstairs cleaning the rooms. And I saw all this money. I'm telling you, I have a Yitzhahora too. And my Yitzhahora gave the whole of me. The temptation was so great. I never in my life saw so much money. I looked, I turned here and I turned there. I didn't see anybody. And I quickly went and I took all the money, stuffed them in my pockets, stuffed them in my pants pocket, in my shirt, I put them everywhere. Then I left it. Then I went straight to my room and I was about to look at it and count it over. But then suddenly my heart started to bother me. Oh, what do you mean? You had a heart attack or something? No, no, no. Uh, my, my purity, my goodness, my Yetzotoy started to wake me up and say, What's the matter with you? How could you steal this? And I was so embarrassed. I was so ashamed of myself. I realized I gave it to my it was terrible what I did. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I was so upset. You can't even begin to imagine how upset I was. Yes, I was so horribly upset that what I did was, are you ready for this? Yes, 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 please tell me, tell me. I cried. I cried. And I cried even more when I heard 
the remoto came into the inn, came back into his office, and so all the money was gone. He screamed a bitter cry. Oh, it pierced my heart. And I felt bad. I said, maybe I should return the money. But then I said to myself, if I return the money, and he sees who took the money, I, what a big Hashem is going to be. It's going to be a horrible Hashem because I'm supposed to be a person that is, a, 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 you know, a Torah mensch, a Balir Shemayim. I'm supposed to work on myself that my meter should be better. And here I slipped. How is it going to look? It would be bad for my reputation. I would be embarrassed to death. So, what I do? So I figured when I have the first opportunity, when, when you have what? The first opportunity. Or the first opportunity. Yeah, that's what I said. When I had the first opportunity, I would slip in the money back into his room. But of course, it never happened. And I never used the money. I kept it hidden. And I just wanted you to know. Opportunity never happened. I should turn it. And I pretty much gave up on it. But I never used it because I was so bad. But I always felt bad for this person. Because Ramotl is a very big tzaddik. He's such a bal chesed. And he, and he gives it okay as much as he can, even though he doesn't have much. Now I know him. If he got the money back, let's say from you, he would be so happy. He would give you a reward. Yes, I'm sure that. I have no doubt in my mind. But at the same time, we get his money back, and he wouldn't know it's me. Then everybody be happy, and nobody get embarrassed. So what do you say? Would you give it to him? Um, yes, I would. But you must give me a word. Promise me. I know it's not good to promise, but in this case, I want you to promise me You'll never reveal that it was me. Yes, yes, yes. I'll do it. I'll do it. It helps a fellow yid 100%. I'm going to do it. All right. Git. Zaya git. Ah, very good. We're going to do it. Okay. No problem. And so, sure enough, the Reb Zundel gave all the money. Not one penny was missing. <coughs> he gave it to Reb Schmelter. And Schmelke met up with the innkeeper. And Schmelke said, yeah, Listen, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, you can't ask me how I got it, but the person who gave it to me is definitely doing tshuva. You can't ask me who he is. You can't ask me where he comes from. Don't even ask for a hint. I won't tell you. But what would happen <coughs> if you got back all your money? If I got back all my money, you mean I stole it from 20 years ago? Uh, how would you get it? You never was here in all those years. I know. I know. But everything's been a shmayim. Remember what I said. That the Choyz of Lublin said, if I come here, my Yeshua will happen. But he also didn't say about anyone else's Yeshua would happen. Okay? So what do you say? If you give me the money, I won't ask any questions. Of course not. I'll give shvach v'hidol ha'kodesh borcho. Right here. And of course, with that moment, he took out all the money, put it on the table, and he saw nothing was touched. All his symbols and, and uh, markings, everything was there, just the way it was 20 years ago. This man was so happy. He said, you know something? Your rabbit was a tzaddik. He's a tzaddik. Unbelievable. So listen here. I have so much money here, in case you haven't noticed, but I'm going to give you 1,000 rubles so you can have an anadin and to make your chasna. Thank you, thank you. Also, I'm not going to ask you one penny for all those days that you stayed here in my inn. That's it. You are free to go. Make your chasna. And if you don't mind, I would like to come. Oh, sure. Why not? And of course, he gave him the address and the place and everything. And everybody was happy. But Muttle, he was so happy he had his money back. And of course, he set up to make sure everything was safe and sound and to give tzedakah and so on and so forth. And shvach v'hakodesh boruchu. He made a suz And also, the Shmelke made his chasana. And the Rebbe, Rebbe Zundel, was so happy that finally a burden was taken off of his chest. He was able to have a kapora. Wow, what an interesting story. I didn't interrupt so much. Okay, let's take some phone calls. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, is it dark in here? Hello? Yes, how are you? <laughs> 
Okay. Hey, I'm down here in the basement, and I, I haven't called in quite some time. And, uh, yeah, I was away in Nancy for so long. Wow. Okay, so tell us, Masha, tell us what your lesson is in today's story. Oh, nice story, I should say. <laughs> the lesson is that uh, you should never be too embarrassed to ask for help. Like me, I'm often too embarrassed. So what's the best way to not be embarrassed whenever I want something? Should I ask? Yes, you should ask. The worst, get, the worst that Maybe can I happen... should try that with my father. Yes, the worst that can happen is that somebody says no. And then you just wait for the next opportunity. Okay, got to go to the next caller. Okay, bye, Marsha. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned at the night story? Hello? Here we go again. We have that static sound. All right. The phones went out again. Okay. All right, let's try again. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? What happened to the call? Hello, hello? Anywhere, anytime, for everyone. This is jrootradio.com. Got a toothache? Need a filling? Not sure where to go or who to trust? Visit Dr. Yehoshua Cantor, General and Family Dentistry. Reasonably priced, accepts most major insurance, Hebrew speaking, open Sundays, warm and caring.